In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, A pastoral assistant in a church that I know uh, rather recently received a telephone call at the church. On the phone was a man who, who said to him, Tell your priest that his love and his embrace saved my life. Who is this? The assistant asked. And the man replied, and he said to him, Tell your priest that it's the homeless black man that came to visit last year. I have found new meaning in my life. My friend delivered this message to his priest, and of course he asked, Who was the man that called? Father told him the following story. About six months ago, he said, as I was serving the divine liturgy, I noticed an African-American man enter into the church. He sat in the back pew by himself, and he was greeted by no one. Afterwards, he approached me to receive the andithron at the end of the service, and I welcomed him. We happened to be having a luncheon that day, and so I invited him to join us. And so when I walked into the hall, I noticed not one person sitting next to him. As a matter of fact, I even heard people rudely speaking about this man in Greek, knowing absolutely nothing about him. I ignored it, and I went on to sit down with him. I ate with him, and then I welcomed him into my office for a talk. He shared with me his life, all of his struggles, even his past sins that he had committed. And I attentively listened to him as tears rolled down his cheeks. His tears started flowing even faster as he said, Father, I told myself today that I would take my life if I wasn't embraced with love by the next church that I visited. I thank you for your love. The man then uttered one last thing. He said, Father, I didn't tell you something. And the man started to cry even more as he spoke. I spent many years serving in the Peace Corps as I was stationed in Greece. Milau Elinika. I speak Greek. You can imagine how the man felt after hearing all the things whispered about him by others. And I admire, of course, that priest, because of his love, his faith, and his humility. Now, if reflecting in today's gospel, we hear about a person that Jesus Christ himself admired. Perhaps he admired him because that centurion was living a Christian life without even realizing it. The centurion, a Roman soldier of high rank, 
a commander of 100 men beneath him, comes to Christ seeking help. Lord, my servant is paralyzed at home and he is suffering. And so when Christ asks the centurion, am I to come to your house and to cure him? The centurion responds by saying, I am not worthy that you should enter into my house, but only speak the word and my servant will be healed. You have greater faith than anyone from Israel, says Christ. Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. His servant was healed at that hour. In our lives, brothers and sisters, we are met by many, many people. Some who are in need, perhaps financially, emotionally, physically. Perhaps a person who is homeless approaches us on the street. Maybe in our busy lives, someone comes to talk to us seeking guidance of some sort. Maybe a friend asks for help. Maybe our spouse asks us to do something around the house or personal favor. How should we respond to these multitudes of situations? If we look at the centurion's actions and his words, I think they provide all the answers we need. First, of course, we see his great faith. The centurion recognizes that there is something absolutely unique, special doesn't cut it, about the man called Jesus. He might have heard about his teachings, about his miracles and healings, his words of wisdom, and he has enough faith to even address Christ as Lord. We witness the centurion's faith once again when he says, Lord, I believe that you can heal my slave from here, from this far distance. Say one word, and he will be healed. Christ admires the faith and praises it of the centurion. Second, we see the humility of this soldier. We have a commander of 100 soldiers, a man of great power and authority, who could have even approached Christ and said to him, Hey, you, I order you to heal my servant. Instead, of course, he approaches Jesus humbly, and he addresses him again as his Lord. He says, I am not worthy to have you come into my house. Christ also admires the humility of the centurion. Finally, we see the great love that the centurion has for his slave. In the Roman Empire, as we probably know, slaves were considered equivalent to material objects. They had no legal rights, and his master was free to treat him as he pleased. This centurion, however, truly, obviously cared for his servant. A man of great power comes down to the level of his slave, cares for him as his own family, and asks for Christ to heal him. Here Christ admires the great love of the centurion. 
the way we encounter others in this world, brothers and sisters, is an expression and is evidence of what we believe and who we believe in. The centurion's encounter with Christ is a wonderful example for us to follow. Do we have the centurion's faith in Christ that he can heal us, that he can save us, that he can give us eternal life? Most of the time we think of healing with regard to our physical ailments, but do we understand that Christ can heal our spiritual and innermost sicknesses? Certainly if we follow him, if we believe in him, he will heal us and comfort our souls, which is the most important type of healing we can experience. Do we have the centurion's humility to look at all people in the same way and to love them? Do we welcome strangers or do we place ourselves above them? Do we have the humility to apologize to someone that we might have wronged? Or do we allow our ego to continue to weigh us down? Do we make an attempt to truly love all people that come into our paths? Think about the homeless man in the story. How would we encounter him? Think about someone who is hurting. Do we embrace that person with love? Do we make time to speak with those who anguish? Or do we just pass by and continue on our way? When I think of the priest who encountered that homeless man in his parish, <coughs> he reminds me of the faithful, humble, and loving centurion. The way we approach, we approach our relationships with our spouse, with our parents, our children, our friends, co-workers, employees, even and especially our enemies in this world is an expression of what we truly believe. There's a story again from the Egyptian fathers about a monk who came to Saint Sisois. We'll commemorate him later on this week. And asked Saint Sisois for advice on how to pray. He replied to the monk and he said to him, it would be most beneficial to you if you place yourself below every creature. Consider yourself no better than the lowest of creatures and you will remain humble and you will pray truly. Therefore, let us remember these words, brothers and sisters, that we are no better than anyone else, but we are all loved and simply all God's children. May we strive to worship God in truth and, of course, to live out our lives with these great virtues displayed today in the gospel of faith, humility, and love, and draw near to God and our fellow man in this very manner. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let me rise at this time.